0: Hello and welcome to another edition of Remote Roulette, soon to be seen on Channel 4 but for now at the beginning of the Hometime Show podcast. Uh, Andy Bush once again, our contestant for today's game. Hi everybody. Uh, You're down to uh, just two lives left. Yesterday, you picked remote control number two uh,
1: out of the three in this studio. Will it turn on the television? Can we have better names for the remotes? You know the way that uh, they used to name a different uh, spinny wheel in the lottery? Mm -hmm. Like, um, let's say ABC. So we'll have Abel, Barry for B, and Cassandra just a, see
0: how, what, one sec. Abel, Barry and Cassandra A, B, C I, yeah no, I, yeah, but I think Abel sticks out like a sore thumb compared to Barry and Cassandra what a different name for A yeah I'd, uh,
1: Anthony Anthony it's good yeah okay. Abel's a bit biblical Is, and also it's got B in there as well so it's quite confusing Yeah. A, B do you know what I mean yeah okay so which one did I pick yesterday Barry so I've got I've, Barry's, Barry's out, out of there so Anthony or Cassandra do you know what? I'll go for Cassandra. All right. So Believe you me, that's not the first time I've said that.
0: <laughs> Three <laughs> identical remotes. Will one of them turn on the studio TV that's not on? That is remote roulette.
1: Now, this one feels heavy again, so batteries, but I thought that about Barry, and he didn't have any batteries in him at all. So, Cassandra, here we go.
0: No! That's remote roulette! Winner! <laughs> Or so years this show has been going could it be Wordle that finally breaks us I think it might be
1: <laughs> it's driven a wedge between us uh, I don't want to go all Bashir, but there's three of us in this relationship Richie Wordle's the third person is there something in your relationship something in your house where
0: you absolutely love it but your other half can't stand it in the slightest. This is a relationship that we have here. You can't stand Wordle. I'm really. I'm three days into it. I'm evangelical about it. We had an awkward moment earlier where you w- walked in on uh, uh, our producer and myself
1: talking about Wordle. We you, had to were sh- stop. you were showing each other your Wordles. <laughs> it was all. Aw- I felt so awful. <laughs> but like, I don't understand why people do it because that you, you don't see what the word is. No. But you lot, you Wordlers. I'm sure there's like a word for it. You, you tweet it out there or put it on social media, but the rest of us who don't wordle don't know what you're talking about. It's just like green and black squares. It's outrageous. Are we going to work through this? I don't know if we can. Because I... I'm trying to modify my behaviour.
0: I'm now not talking about it in front of you. Because I don't want this to break
1: us. I feel like we're at the stage where we might have an argument in the car outside a dinner party and then <laughs> come in and act weird together. And everyone's running. Bush and Richie, all right?
0: Because I have this already at home. My wife hates football. I went to Arsenal Burnley on Sunday. I've now learnt after seven years, don't even bother talking about it through the front door. Yeah. She'll say to me, Every goal looks the same. I- I'm not interested. Don't show me them anymore.
1: I tried to get my other half, Katie, into it by trying to get into the stories of football. She knows what I'm doing now, so I like, don't even try that. She said to me the other night, because I have a similar problem, uh, the theme tune to Match of the Day makes her feel physically sick. <laughs> and she can hear it from upstairs when watching it downstairs <laughs> and she's in bed. So there's an out going for us.
0: If you are in a position where your other half absolutely hates something that you are into, or vice versa, share it this evening, please. Lee says bowls. It's an old man sport According to the wife and the bowls bag is always in the way too. I do it on purpose now. Always move your bowls bag. <laughs> uh, Shannon yep. says, my boyfriend hated Wordle until he tried it. He completed one quicker than me. Now he's obsessed with it. Goes on to say, I collect stamps. He hates seeing them around the house as I'm sorting them into folders. Hates it with a passion.
1: Wordle's worse than stamps. <laughs> do you know what I want to do, right? I, I, what I want to do is, because I didn't realise until we were chatting this morning that you're all doing the same Wordle, yeah, right? Yeah. I want to get into Wordle and then release the name of the word Don't do that in the mornings just ruin it for everyone Do not do that I'm going to do it I'm going to bring it to a close What a
0: horribly mean-spirited thing to do to me to to our producer to every other person that does it You're ruining our relationship You shouldn't be doing it anyway
1: Look, let's, let's not fight in front of the public. Uh, we've got <laughs> Gavin on the line. He wants to talk about something that his wife does that causes friction. Tell us about it, Gavin. What does she do?
2: Well, she starts eating before dinner, really. OK. Like packing a crisp or a couple of biscuits or something that drives me at
1: So the thing that causes the trouble in your relationship, you're either half, do you mind naming her? What's her name? Neve. Neve. So Neve, you've got tea on, yep. and Neve's having a snack beforehand and probably ruining her appetite. Yep. Now,
0: being even-handed, Gavin, is this something, if Neve is cooking, is that something that you would do? Uh, no.
2: I like to
1: <laughs> Tell us the last meal that you made. Then that Neve had uh, some snacks beforehand and kind of slightly ruined. Bolognese. Bolognese. Oh, nice yeah. bolognese, but all love and care into it and all that kind of thing. What did she have as a yeah. snack beforehand when you were making it? A
2: packet of crisps and a couple of digestives.
0: So crazy. Stand ground, Gavin. You are right on this one. <laughs> all right, thank you. Janine says wheeler dealers. My husband records every episode. I can't stand it.
1: I've never even heard of that program. Is that the one where they stand in front of like a lockup?
0: I think it is. Is yeah. that what that is? <laughs> yeah.
1: Loads of Americans with flat caps and those uh, those weird little crouton <laughs> hair things you have under your lip from the 90s, and then one one of them wallets with a chain top of your You're jeans. siding with Janine. I am. I'm on Janine's side 100%. This text says my ex loved his fishing too much. I told him it's boring and I'd rather watch paint dry. So when he suggested I go with him and I'll enjoy it, he got the boot. <laughs> Happy days. A
0: clarification from Dean. Wheeler Dealers is the car fixing programme oh. you guys were thinking of storage hunters. Uh, we want to find oh, out yeah. about the things in, in in your relationship, in your household where the other person absolutely hates something, you love it, it's Wordle, it's driving a wedge between
1: Bush and I. It is. It's ruining our relationship. And uh, Kenny's on. Uh, he wants to talk about something that he does that winds his wife up. Uh, Kenny, what is it? Well, um,
2: I've been doing it for months and she caught me recently, but it's the fact that um, I spread things on my toast or my, or my sandwich, and then I lick the knife clean, and then I put it back in, like, say, if I'm using peanut butter or Marmite. Mite. <laughs> I put it back in for a
1: second go. <laughs> okay, so there's a couple of things at play here. First of all, I- I'm with you on the knife licking thing. I-, I do. I will eat stuff off my knife. Right. Much to the horror of my other half. But I think then it's the double dipping rule. Then that you're incurring. I, I would never then dip that knife back in again for a second round. Is it- he got problems with the whole knife thing in general? Or is the fact that you go in for the second dip?
2: It's the second dip. Yeah. It's a second dip, because
0: she moaned, because I moan at people for doing it. I mean, <laughs> you've just, I mean, you, to, to be honest, you're sentencing yourself here, Kenny, because if you moan at others for doing it, and I agree with uh, your wife and with Bush, that, that, that second dip is, to be quite frank, rank. <laughs> it's all
2: right. I've cleaned my teeth
1: and everything. That's so. <laughs> <laughs> not going to cut it, Kenny, mate. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to try? It's a brand new years, 2022? 2022. Are going to try not to do this now, Kenny? Are you going to make an effort? I won't triple dip. How's that? Oh, you are an animal. The man's an animal. Uh, but this is a, this is an interesting middle ground here because, like, say if you've got someone who, like, your other half's into golf, the right thing to do is to try and meet them in the middle and, and be interested as well so you can yeah. both do it. Someone says here on text Bush needs to check out Loodle. It's like Wordle, but with naughty words instead. That's right up your street. Oh, yes. There are two major unknowns at the moment. One is who Everton's next manager is going to be. (laughs) Two is what phone-in topic the final part of the show will be made up of. Uh, The Tombola can't tell us who Everton are going to employ, but it can certainly point us in the direction of a good phone-in.
0: 100 balls inside. We have 100 topics. They're all matched, but which one is going to come out of the Tombola when it stops spinning? That was quite a quick spin, actually. It was a a
1: short spin, but I like that. It's a bit different.
0: Right. I'm go deep today. It's ball number 18.
1: Ball 18. Which phoning does that pertain to? It's a one word phoner. They, they always worry me a little bit. Is <laughs> that <laughs> they're open to a lot of uh, interpretation? Gloves. Oh my <laughs> word. Do you know what? When we were brainstorming them a, a week or so ago, I almost said, Are we sure with that one?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Gloves.
1: To any story about gloves? If if gloves
0: is a key part of any story that you want to share with us, now's the
1: time. Even if, I tell you what, even if just gloves feature briefly in the story,
0: y- we'll have that. <laughs> yeah. I think, we'll have that. I think we do, in this case, need to widen it. But this is what the Tuesday Tomorrow is all about, OK? <laughs> we plan this show normally every single day. The Tombow, we can't plan and now we're really up against it so you need to bring it. Really? I used a petrol pump today that attached to the nozzle uh, was a, 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 like a, a rubber glove dispenser so you didn't yep. have a diesel taint on your hand.
1: It's going to be a long hour, I think. This is going <laughs> to be quite a long hour. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I thought it was quite a good gadget.
1: I think I saw diesel taint at Reading 93. ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Get in. Some good stuff coming in, though. Early signs. This text says, I was standing in a nightclub queue with my girlfriend and my best mate and his girlfriend. Due to it being Arctic, I had gloves on. Uh, When it was our turn to go into the club, the two girls walked straight in. It was then that I realised I'd been holding my best mate's hand for five minutes. What a lovely moment to everyone behind us. (laughs) I love that. Uh, John says, while doing Queen's Guards
0: at Buckingham Palace, we would put talc in people's gloves. Great clouds of dust when they changed arms with their rifles.
1: Spices things up a little bit, doesn't
0: it? Uh, Leanne, tell us your glove
2: story. Oh, well, my mum bought me some gloves for Christmas. um, And I was out shopping... Uh, and I got a phone call from my mum. I've gone to answer the phone, realised that the gloves weren't working because they're not touchscreen gloves, and I needed to, <laughs> needed to answer it, so I used my nose instead. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: That's innovation, if ever I saw it. Amazing.
0: Now, you don't need to tell us the type of phone, but if, have you got a phone where it's just a touch, or have you got a swipe with your nose?
1: It's a swipe one. Oh, <laughs> Joe would be even better. You know sometimes you've got a slide your finger around four points to make a code. What about that? like a seal. do that one. Great glove story. We're after your glove story.
0: Uh, we were a little bit concerned uh, when just a one-word topic came out, particularly when it was gloves. Uh, but so far, it's gone all right. Uh, Marcus continues. What's your glove story?
2: Uh, they, well, uh, quite clearly, I, I should have been wearing gloves. Um... I broke my hand, uh, cut my hand on a broken tile today, ceramic tile at work.
1: <laughs> well, wow, and uh, uh, just give us the context. What were you doing? What were you making?
2: Uh, I'm afraid I was just dumping some rubbish. Um, <laughs> is literally all it was, so it wasn't even worth it. So uh, let's,
1: wow. let's just evaluate this this
0: story here. You were dumping rubbish. You cut your hand on a ceramic tile, and
1: you should have been wearing gloves.
2: Wouldn't happen if I was wearing gloves?
1: You know, I think you missed a mistake in this phone in. This is not the dangers of fly-tipping, <laughs> mate, all
0: right?
1: <laughs> 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 it's good, though. It's another glove story. That's another one, clearly, not straight to the boat. Clearly, isn't it, yes. It's working. Cheers,
0: Marcus. Uh, Andy's hanging on. Tell us your glove story. It's
1: still, I've just had the same pair of
2: gloves for, like, the odd 33 years, roughly.
1: Wow, so how old were you when you got these gloves and who gave them to you?
2: At uh, 16, I bought them in a shop. They're just like thick cowboy style kind of things. Oh, I. I've worn them, worn them every year so, ever since. And so, I'm still going strong.
0: Are we talking like, what, leather?
2: Yeah, leather with like a double palm and then insulated. Yeah. So I think you'd see like an old-fashioned cowboy running around it.
1: Okay, because I'm, I'm kind of picturing like assassins gloves. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Gloves that uh, are baddie, uh, my uh, way.
2: More, more like the sort of things Indiana Jones would wear.
1: And okay. how, how
0: much are you wearing them every winter to, for them to still be going 33 years later? Pretty much
2: every day in winter. Um, I've worn them as work gloves as well. Uh, I've, yeah, they've been through everything. They've been what? around the world with me a couple of times.
1: So, you know when you've got like an item of clothing that becomes beloved because it's survived for so long, do you start to panic then yeah. at some point? You're going to leave them on like a tube train or, 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 or on a bench somewhere? You know what I mean?
2: I mean, I, I used to, but now it's kind of like... They've done their time, so if they vanished, I'm pretty sure they'd be off to... I don't know, Are you maybe saying glove heaven? Maybe, yeah, glove heaven. Glove heaven. To get a new pair of gloves.
0: Here's another question, very important one. What yeah. store did you buy them from? Because if they're still going, then this is where we all need to go and
2: buy our gloves. Yeah, I, I don't know where the brand was, what the brand is, because the tag's just worn out and I can't remember now. Yeah. Because being 16, you don't really care about these things. But it was this weird shop called... Joe Brands and it just sold like the sort of stuff old-timer adventurers would buy. Wow, this used, sounds... Like hip flasks and like shirts
1: and boots and gloves. Amazing. And it would just... Yeah. Well, I mean, what an amazing pair of gloves and if you happen to follow us on Twitter at Absolute Radio, I think I speak on behalf of all the home audience, we'd love to see these cowboy gloves. Absolutely. If possible.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Once when I get home, I'll try and take a picture and send them up to you. This is going to break Twitter later. It really is.
1: (laughs) Ball number 18 came out earlier on. Tuesday, Tom Bowler, after your glove stories, we've got Jerry on the line with a glove story. Look forward to this. Jerry. what is it?
2: Um, Well, a few years ago, I went into a well-known furniture store, i.e. (laughs) DFS, asking for information. Mm -hmm. And the young lad answered all the questions, as he should, and I was quite impressed with it, and he said... He would send him some information because this was before the onset of proper email, etc. So he obviously racked his brain for some while. And a few days later, the information turned up addressed to. Mr. Glove. Now, my surname is Mitten. (laughs) That's brilliant. And I couldn't help but laugh, and I couldn't even get upset at him, because it really did make me
1: chuckle. He was in the right kind of ballpark area, wasn't he, for (laughs) for Glove and Mitten?
2: Well, he was close enough, yeah, close enough for me.
1: Wow, (laughs) um, what a fantastic name, (laughs) Jerry Mitten. That's brilliant. (laughs) Isn't that an amazing name? You didn't have any albums out in the 1960s, do you? You sound like someone from the backbeat generation. And what about this? Matt Batterson has tweeted to say, uh, any glove stories going here. He says, my partner bought me a pair with a special tip so I can use my phone whilst wearing them. Do you remember we had the girl yeah, yeah, who yeah, yeah. Yeah. used her nose? Because uh, she had gloves on that didn't, weren't kind of smartphone friendly. He says, the trouble is, I lost that part of my finger in an accident, so the special tip just flaps around when I press it against the phone. That's the kind of level of story that we're working <laughs> with here. <laughs> It's the kind of story that might make you move seat if someone said that to you on a train and just sat down.
0: We spun the Tuesday Tombola earlier on. It gave us a one-word topic of
1: gloves, which incredibly is still going. Can you believe this? Sarah has texted to say, Glove story, I'm a midwife, and when I was at my very first birth, I accidentally used gloves that were too big. As the baby was born, I caught the baby between the mum's legs, and I remember thinking, this is the most amazing thing, and then the rest of her waters broke, and as I caught the baby, the waters dropped into the gloves. As I passed the baby to its mum, her amniotic fluid ran all the way down my arm. That's, that's a nice glove story. I've got one lined up. I'm not sure I can follow what I've just heard. <laughs> It's home time with Bush and Ritchie, the show that has, believe it or not, a radio station for every decade. And right now, once again, it's time to jump through time. Bush and Ritchie through the decades
2: with Tesco Mobile.
1: One of you could be bagging the final 500 quid we've got left as we take you through the decades. Can you answer a question from each of the Absolute Radio Decade stations to win the prize? Are on the line hoping to do exactly that, we have Henry. Welcome, Henry. Hello, hello. How are you, Henry? Good, good. I'm just, uh,
2: just at work, going plumber. All oh, right. Um, I've just stopped
1: to do that. Okay. Do you go? Have you got a van? Do you go and sit in your van for a bit sometimes? Um, I do sometimes. It's
2: broken down this morning actually. So. Um, oh, Henry. used use, use my
1: wife. Normally, would you would you sit in the? Do you, would you have your lunch in the van? Go back to the van and have a put the you know have a little, you know, coffee and and a sandwich in your van.
2: Uh, normally I'm too busy to be honest. Um, I just sort of grab a sandwich and get on with it.
0: Is there a time of day, Henry, that you get stressed if you're working past it? Uh... Yeah,
1: it's four o'clock, really. (laughs)
2: Okay.
1: (laughs) And let's just ignite Um, that debate once again. Of all the other trades that you work with as a plumber, who's the messiest and you have to clear up after the most? uh, Plasterers. Plasterers. Okay, you heard it here first, plasterers. Right,
0: Henry, seven questions, one from each of our sister stations, Absolute Radio. 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, noughties, 10s in the present day. 60 seconds on the clock to get them all correct. Can't pass on a question, and when the time's up, it's all over. Does that make sense? Yep. Good
1: lads. Uh, let's hope your luck changes. Uh, which decade are you going to start with, then, Henry?
0: Uh, start with eighties. Start with the eighties. Yep. Okay.
1: Let's hope you hoover this up, Henry. <laughs> I see what he's <laughs> done. See what done there.
0: Let's go through the decades. Through the decades. Eighties. Nick Kamen featured in which brand's infamous advert selling jeans in the mid-eighties?
1: Relide? Yes. 90s. Ironic and You ought to Know featured on which Alanis Morissette studio album?
2: Jagged Little Pill, was
0: it? Yes. Yeah. Nauties. Dan Brown wrote the biggest selling book of the decade, but what was it called? Da Vinci Code?
1: Yes. Tens. Wanted on Voyage is the debut album by which artist? Oh dear. Um... Can't get that. You what? I can't skip it. You can't no. skip it. Time don't work like that, mate. Wanted on Voyage. Uh, George Ezra. George Ezra. Yes. Yeah.
0: Right, present day, which football team currently sit top of the
1: Scottish Premier League table? Uh, Rangers. Correct. 60. Speggers Banquet is an album by which rock group? Rolling Stones. Yes. 70s. In
0: 1970, what supersonic aircraft made its first flight at 700 miles an hour?
1: Concorde. Yeah! Yes! did it. Your winner. <laughs> And you have won. Literally, just in the nick of time, you have bagged the cash. You've gone through the decades. You are kidding me. Get in there.
0: £500 for your van. Hopefully, that will
1: sort it. It might not, but that's amazing. And what a road to Damascus turnaround, a a knowledge of George Ezra there that could have been a real (laughs) derailer for the whole thing. Well done. Just right at the back of my head. Yeah, thank you. That's amazing. Henry, well
0: done. We're chuffed for you. That's great. I'm over the moon. Thank you.
1: Good man. Well, normally at this point, we'd, we'd, we'd encourage you to phone in for maybe the competition tomorrow, but we've run out of money now. Uh, yeah, it's on pause. It's on pause. But if you are gutted about that fact, you can
0: still play the Through the Decades game on the Amazon Smart Speaker right now by saying open the Through the Decades game. <laughs> to a haggis tonight. Uh, It is uh, Burns night. That's a bit personal. It is Burns night uh, tonight. I love haggis. Absolutely love it. It's brilliant. Haggis is fantastic. Uh, So, uh, it's it's not just the one night of the year where I will eat haggis, uh, unless I'm visiting Scotland, and then you get the chance to have it...
1: uh, On street corners and stuff, yeah.
0: (laughs) But uh, I love it. Uh, It is... Also, the one night of the year where I'm eating uh, Swede. Not really something I'm buying from the supermarket
1: very often, I can't be honest. I don't know, I'm not a big fan of Swede. I don't even know really what it looks like. Is that the long, thin one?
0: No, Swede, I would. You're thinking of your parsnip.
1: Oh, yeah, I don't like parsnip. Do you not like parsnip? No, not at all. It's all hairy. What? Parsnips a weird. Am I thinking of the right. Sorry, one
0: second. I Googling a
2: parsnip. <laughs>
1: Just when you thought it couldn't get any worse on this show. We'll be back on gloves soon, don't worry. Parsnips have got hairy ends to them, I don't like it. (laughs) It's just a bit like, ooh. (laughs) Um, Swede is,
0: it's not so hairy. Uh, It's a a bit more ball-like.
1: That's nice, isn't it? (laughs) Oh, I can, yeah, I've seen a Swede now. OK. Cutting into them, one of them is deadly, isn't it, as well? Getting yeah. the Swede sorted out for cooking.
0: Now, you see, last year, uh, this time last year, the shows were from home uh, for us here on Home yes. Time. So I had the two and a half hours that I needed to prepare proper neeps and tatties. Uh, tonight,
1: supermarket,
0: <laughs> microwave, job, three minutes. Are you
1: having a microwave microwave haggis? <laughs> no, not microwave haggis. All right, phew. Microwave <laughs> mashed weeds. See, we were, we were talking earlier on the show about stuff that you love that your partner hates. Yeah. My other half, Katie, is vegetarian, and last time I did, I cooked a haggis two and a half hours. It stunk the house out, and she's been going on about it ever since, so there'll be no Burns <laughs> Night in my house tonight. <laughs> there you go there's the end of the uh, podcast the problem is when you start a a show by playing Richie's uh, remote control roulette it's very hard to get the telly back off again because I'm afraid Cassandra's packed in (laughs) so
0: um, uh, we'll end this podcast uh, with uh, Senegal versus is that Ivory Coast I think it might be yeah